This week's episode of Aiming for Mediocrity is brought to you by The Filminists. Tired of listening to men talk about movies? Host Sarah and Paige are too, so why not listen to these two queer girls who love badass women give you their take on popular visual media? That's The Filminists. F-I-L-M-I-N-I-S-T-S. Available on Spotify Podcasts. Damn. Did I sound okay to you, though? Yeah, yeah, you sound good. All right, cool. You sound good too. All right, I was just, I was just about to ask. I mean, you sound like shit, but like in the in like the space of how does Dave sound, you sound fine. Oh, okay. It's like like a, it's different. Like versus normal yeah. people, like it's no contest. But like in comparison to like past Dave, you sound great. Oh, dope. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> Remember when you were talking about you're like you don't know why you're still friends with me? I feel like that <laughs> that falls somewhere on the list. No, I know why I'm still friends with you because you're fun, but you're also <laughs> an asshole. You can be both. They're not mutually exclusive. No, no, of course. But you're the brand of asshole that I just appreciate. Right, right. I think I think it's the brand of asshole that's like you've been drinking that piss poor beer for like 20 years. Like you're not going to switch beers all of a sudden. It's what you know. Get me a puppers. Right, <laughs> get this guy puppers, you know. And on that beer, like that beer, like while it's not like the best beer, it's not the worst beer. It gets you drunk, right? And and at the end of the day, isn't that what matters in friendship? Yeah, getting drunk. <laughs> Speaking of getting drunk in the middle of the day, uh, this is the Aiming for Mediocrity podcast. Welcome, greetings, and salutations. Thank you for attending. Um, this is going to be our lecture today on the docket. We have two golden guns, and then whatever the hell else Dave decides to talk about. Before we get too far, what, what were you going to say? I didn't have anything planned, but we'll see how the night goes. Exactly. Before we get too far, I must say, to gauge your expectations, because we aim for mediocrity here. This is the only podcast that aims for the middle and still finds itself subpar. Okay, if we were a college student, we would be in our fifth year and still undecided. Okay, so <laughs> just just take that with a grain of salt or a shot of penicillin or whatever your mom used to give you as a child to make sure you wouldn't cry when you went to sleep. Mine was whiskey, brandy, whatever she had in the cupboard. Dave, did you have some sort of concoction like that? No, I just cried. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this demonstrates both of our childhoods, and neither one sheds anyone in a very good light. <laughs> nope, not at all. So again, like I said, we have some very important things to discuss today. Two Golden Guns, a podcast within a podcast, our first segment always but today i feel like it's going to go most of the time you know why why well again this might show the true colors because people are going to hear this like three weeks after it actually happens they announced that on disney plus they are creating a national treasure tv series are you fucking kidding me i am not fucking kidding you dave the dreams have come true you know some kids throw coins into wishing wells they're like i wish we could win the lottery or i wish i could be an astronaut or i wish that power rangers are real you're just sitting there throwing like National Treasure DVDs in, into the <laughs> water, like, please be a series, please be a series. <laughs> I had my my cage minted coins, and I would just <laughs> flip them in there on a daily basis, just wishing and hoping. And it's happened, Dave. It's happened. <laughs> Do you understand that Nicolas Cage is going to be on Disney Plus on a regular basis? 
Oh my goodness. I don't I, I don't I don't actually know if there's any details yet. It's probably gonna be more of like a limitless type situation where like it's a different character and he just shows up every once in a while. Yeah, I, I was just gonna ask, like, is Nicolas Cage actually gonna be a part of the series or is it gonna be like just in that universe with someone else? Number one, I know they can get him. Like he works oh. for really, really low money because he needs all of that money because he's gotta pay back all of the places that he stole the dinosaur bones from. <laughs> and of, that's of not course. Of course they can get him, but do they want him? <laughs> right, that's a different question, too. <laughs> I gotta hope they do in some aspect. I don't care what it is. He just needs to be on there. Even if they just show his picture, like, in the credits or something. <laughs> or, you know what, it's probably... <laughs> before it was, like, George Washington's face in the back of the bill. Now it's Nicolas Cage. Can't, can't get, it's just Nicolas Cage on the back of shit. <laughs> and there's like, oh, no, it's Nicolas Cage. We've stumbled onto the national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage was the national treasure the whole time. Uh, my pitch. Okay, hold on. Stick with me here. My pitch. My pitch is that they're in the future, right? Thousands of years, and by now he has now made his mark on U.S. history. So he is some sort of president or some sort of founding father in Neo America, and his face is hidden on all sorts of documents and stuff. But his his puzzles are even more elaborate because he went through his puzzles and he's like, I gotta top that shit. So, like, fuck you, Ben Franklin and the Knights Templar. My puzzles are, are twice as good. And not only are they all, like, super, like, difficult, but they're also references to all of his other shitty movies. Oh my so, like, God. so, like, you have, like, <laughs> Amanda, whatever, Jessica, Amanda, the chick from Next you know the, the 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 chick from seventh heaven and he's in next and he can see the future and he slicks his hair back and he, like he the whole movie takes place back in time spoilers because he can see the future and all the different outcomes so <laughs> it's like the framing device for the national treasure oh my god <laughs> the nick cage universe <laughs> You like characters will find nicholas cage's face on something and they're just like nicolati confirmed exactly and the real kicker the real kicker is this whole series of all the Nicolas Cage Inception Matrix bullshit is what he sees in the color out of space that's what the new color is it's Nicolas Cage <laughs> uh, what do you think greenlit it, it's it's like okay so so the the end point is Nicolas Cage seeing the color from outer space but him seeing that color it like branded the the Nicolas Cage like genome onto his <laughs> his DNA in the past and the future so like Nicolas Cage is just the same entity from outer space in this color it creates a singularity there must yeah. always be a Nicolas Cage in every film and every timeline it's like Highlander but with less swords and more Nicolas Cage it's definitely going to be on Disney Plus. This is definitely definitely up the Disney Plus brand. Oh, 100%. And if it's not, we need to capitalize on it now because we could get him to do this. Oh my god, I think we I bet you we could. I have a 50 on me and I if I just send Dude, I it. Have two 50s. If we just send a picture of it. We draw we draw his face on it. <laughs> and, and then we take a picture of that and we just hide it in different places and we do a video of us finding it <laughs> with triangles and like the upside down pyramid <laughs> he's gonna be in I know oh, it okay so so we're, we're trying to track down Nicolas Cage right 
And one of the, the clues we find, the first thing we find, is just one single wooden hand. <laughs> oh my god, but we put it, we, we make it out of cherry, and it's like next to an axe all like, <laughs> like we can like, or was it Washington who chopped up cherry tree? Maybe Nicholas Cage was Washington the whole time. <laughs> My God, Half Life Three confirmed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so my other pitch is: no matter what the National Treasure show ends up being on Disney Plus, is Nicolas Cage hosts an after show, but there's no guests ever. It's just him behind like a super like presidential desk, like possibly even like an actual set. Of like the Oval Office, and it's just him. It's just him talking. It's just his soapbox. Whatever he wants to talk about this week, whether it be Superman or dinosaur bones. Only two things I know about. <laughs> he had dinosaur bones. And he liked Superman, but honestly, those two topics, man, you could do an entire series on it. So we just let him talk for an hour. You know what? I say two hours. It should be longer. However, however long the National Treasure show is, you double it the runtime for the talk show afterwards every yeah. week. You know what, Terry? Keep talking. I'm gonna make a GoFundMe page for this. <laughs> oh my god! This is how you get projects greenlit. I'm I'm convinced. Like I know this is a new age. You know, producers take many different forms. You know, with things like Indiegogo and Patreon. Like it's a different world. We create the content, Dave. All right, and this is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You greenlight bullshit before it's even created. <laughs> oh my god i think that only works for kevin smith i think that's the only one like he can just write up a script for for tusk and then make it the next week god i mean just look at clerks he was like all right this story isn't real i'm gonna use this for a second i got a black and white camera i know two dudes (laughs) and i can get their cousins for the fucking hockey scene on top of the story we're all good yeah i think scott Mosier plays like four different people in that movie (laughs) is that uh the blonde guy yeah that's that's his like co-producer that's that's who helped him make the film gotcha yeah i fucking love clerks okay clerks is the fucking best but it is a shit show hey you you shut your mouth (laughs) it's a shit show that i love to watch have you ever watched the mall rats extended edition no Okay, so I was listening to the kind of funny podcast, every movie ranked and reviewed. Really oh. good podcast. I really recommend it. If somehow you're listening to this and you've never heard of kind of funny, I doubt it. But like, go listen to them. Obviously, they're better than us, but they're amazing. But they're doing the Viewisk universe. Like they they do the the different movies from different universes and they rank them against each other. They did Clerks, and then they're doing Mallrats. And Tim, one of the guys in the podcast, actually got the wrong version. He got the extended version. And if you don't know anything about Mallrats, the extended version was the original cut. Uh, it's what Kevin and Scott Mosier, that's what they tried to sell originally. And everybody at the studio that made it was like, no, this is horrible. Like, What did you shoot? We gave you twice, like twice, three times as much money as they gave them for Clerks. And uh, it was like a horrible, horrible film. So they cut out like an hour of it. And it was great. It's a great film. I love that fucking movie. But the extended yeah. version is just awful. But they didn't tell everybody in the group to watch the normal version. So half the group watched <laughs> the horrible version. Half the group watched the great version. And they're like, this movie sucks. This movie is great. And they're like, what the fuck are we talking about? And as they list different plots, like the plot of the movie is completely different if you watch the extended version. Oh, no. There's like a whole like 45 minutes at the beginning about the governor's ball and some people stuck on the roof in full like cosplay costumes. <laughs> 
<laughs> like revolution warfare. <laughs> this is like Kevin Smith's like fucking Lord of the Rings. One hundred percent, dude. Like, <laughs> you watch the theatrical version; it's not even the same fucking movie. And I don't think you'd even know unless I. I think it came out on one of like the collector's editions of a few years ago on on DVD or Blu-ray. I know I didn't discover it until like a few years ago. Um, a friend of a friend sent me a thing on Facebook. They're like, "Have you seen this?" And like normally, I hate when people reach out on Facebook. I'm like, I haven't talked to you in six years. You should know why. Like, yeah. I don't like you. We were in one class together in high school, but I got one of those recommendations. I was like, you know what? You're getting a permanent follow. You get to stay there as I delete you for having like Confederate flags or horrible memes that you saw on Rick and Morty. Like, yeah. But you get to stay. That that person gets a permanent spot on my Facebook because they sent me that that wonderful horrible nugget of Clerk's trivia. Good lord. Oh. Man, I think I feel like I just did sit ups like that's a that's a fair like compromise, right? Like if you don't work out ever and just eat processed meats, like if you just laugh a lot, that's a workout. Hey, man, it's worked for us so far. I <laughs> I feel like I feel like worked for us is is putting it very, very strong for our body shapes. Well, it, it worked like we work for our jobs. Oh, so so very little to not not at all. Yes. Okay. I really shouldn't say that. Everybody I work with knows I have a podcast. They're going to be like, you don't work? And I'm like, I swear I do. It was a joke. <laughs> On that note, we were talking before this, we were talking about like networking as I try to get other podcasts to join our podcast network and, you know, working with people. You were mentioning that like it makes no sense that I am this chaotic, strange person, but yet I also have like, a normal buttoned up corporate job. <laughs> like yeah. I, I work nine to five, like I wear a suit to work and then I go home. Like I'm wearing a super porty t-shirt. It's just a wiener dog with a Superman costume on and shorts. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm surrounded by action figures. <laughs> no, it, it, it's so weird because I see you as an adult now and you have kids, you have a stable job. You're like, you know, freaking living life. And <laughs> Then I am I, my, my, my mind flashes back to us in high school where I would walk down the street and see you walking towards me, but wearing <laughs> nothing but a flip flop, sports shorts, a white t-shirt, and a kimono <laughs> with sunglasses and a gallon of water. <laughs> and then after that moment, my brain was like, yeah, he is sleeping with more girls than I am. Well, thanks, Dave. This is just outing me, man. Zero is not a hard number to pass. <laughs> no, I feel bad for any girl that even was remotely interested in me in high school because, like, you know, they didn't have high self esteem. <laughs> you, you know, they didn't have great role models. <laughs> it's like when you list that off, like, like that sounds like, oh, that's a caricature. That's something I wear. I was like, that's what I wore every day. Yes, it was. I skateboarded everywhere. I didn't go anywhere without like a, like a Arizona iced tea, gallon of water, and a hot dog. Yeah, you were just like the teenage version of the dude, and it was wild. And that's the sad thing is like that was cool, like you know, in quotations. Yeah. But like, really, what that was is like I had no aspiration. Like it somehow worked for you. Like, yeah, because like it's the it's the attractiveness as like a kid. Like you're trying to like, oh, he doesn't care. And then you become an adult. You're like, God, I wish I cared just a little bit. Fuck. Like, yeah. Like if I would have just given half a shit, half a shit. Like, it's funny. Like you saw that dude who was like, oh, like 
girls talk to him and he, he goes to party. He has all these friends or whatever. But like, if you look back at that kid from now, you're like, oh, that kid failed most of his classes, didn't get into any colleges. <laughs> like, like, wasn't sure he knew how to read, just memorized a lot of words. <laughs> like, yeah, like but- half the reason why I graduated is because like I schmoozed with all the teachers and they're like, I mean, he at least showed up. Like, he didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so funny like again like you said like oh it's cool or whatever but like in a town full of like 50 people like it's not setting the bar very high no like not trying to like shit talk our town or anything like that but like when you talk about like the fact that like we work for general motors there's a lot of people there. like oh my god oh i, I gotta bleep that don't i can't talk about who we work for <laughs> shit <Yeah. laughs> what time how long how far are we in oh, like uh, 20 I, I minutes don't, i don't have a timestamp here that's okay we'll kick back in but i'll delete that but when we talk about that we have corporate jobs for like a corporation people are like oh my god they've made it <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're, like where we come from it's like there's two jobs you can be a mechanic or you can work at walmart and that's like the end of the list yeah well uh, i mean now there's meyer oh that's true that's true you can also work for meyer yeah <laughs> big leagues <laughs> I, I, again, the, the name of the podcast is Aiming for Mediocrity, and by by George, we've we've got it. We we fucking made it. Might as well quit the series now. Might as well. Might as well. Like, Nothing can be dirt. better than this. I mean, this this podcast has it all. It's like you talking about all all that strange I used to get. Um, which nothing makes you sound older and sadder than talking about the people you used to have sex with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then it's got Nicolas Cage and like the best national treasure pitch of all time that we laughed through and no one will be able to understand what I was saying. <laughs> um, and then, you know, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, what else do you need in a podcast? Print it, Nothing. ship it. They, they still print things, right? You put it on a put it on a disc, yeah, a laser this disc. This one's going gold. This one's going gold. <laughs> Physical media is eternal. Invest in laser disc. <laughs> buy gold, buy gold. Oh, it's not so bad. <laughs> like I, I, I am starting to feel a little bit old. Like my son poked my belly today, and he was like, "Daddy, what's that?" And I was like, "I don't know. It wasn't here ten years ago." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you, you try to get rid of it, but then you drink a glass of milk, and you say, "I'm going to eat one Oreo," and then you eat all of the Oreos, and then you go buy more Oreos. So it's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, Dave. <laughs> Well, you know, I've started doing, you know, about five pull-ups a day, so I'm doing pretty good. Wow, man, five? Yeah. I'm still on, like, five a year. It's doing pretty well for me. It hasn't failed yet. You know, the trick is, because there's no incentive to get in better shape, because you can just buy bigger clothes. Yeah. That's what they don't tell you. Like, I had to get fitted for a new suit, because, like, you know, we're going back to work soon, because even though quarantine's happening... Corporations got to make that Skrilla and they got to make it look like everything's fine for the stock market, even though it's only going to go up for half a day. Yep. But they need that half a day, apparently. They, they need so, those investors. Exactly. So even though I can 100% work from home and it has not affected my productivity, productivity nor my teams, they're like, you got to be back in the office. I was like, OK, we're going to go back to the office. So I had to buy a new suit and I'm measuring everything. And nothing makes you more depressed than when your partner who loves you unconditionally, like my wife, my wife would go to the ends of the earth for me. She loves me no matter what I look like when she like writes a question mark as she's measuring you. And then like she cocks her head like, oh, damn, like that's not good. I was like, oh, no, if she even notices. Oh, fuck. That's not a good right. look. 
it's not it, it, it that ain't it chief like it was not good so i was like working out during one of my my my, my uh meeting calls like all these zoom calls you got to be on and <laughs> i get back on so they're like asking for like my product briefing for for my job you know like i have to represent this thing right very hoity-toity we got people in suits and i come back on the mic and i'm like <gasps> this quarter's been really good <laughs> we're doing actually we're gonna be focusing on new new segment and there's like oh god terry's got that rona <laughs> so I, so i get wednesday off nice because <laughs> they're like oh he's dying might as well give him a day off maybe maybe just just take this one off bud because right. <laughs> like how do you talk your way out of that how do you explain you're like no i'm just fat like it's <laughs> oh, I, I just ran like 10 miles no like you don't understand like if you could just look at me in high school i used to be really skinny and then metabolism and poor life choices caught up to me i had blue hair it was all downhill from there (laughs) Uh, yeah we didn't mention that little nugget the fact that i I actively contained electric blue hair for uh, a good two and a half years choices yeah mistakes were made that's all i'm saying (laughs) i could just go back and tell my past self like hey hot dog is not a food group (laughs) Just your because someone choices. will sleep with you doesn't mean you should sleep with them. <laughs> your hair choices were always better than mine. I that's just that's just because I made choices because that's all it takes in high school. If you have even a little bit of an identity in high school, you're like you're legendary. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in, as an adult, you can go. You know what? You do, you can just not make that choice. <laughs> you can do anything else. You don't have to be a caricature. But but when you're younger, you're like I have to stand out. People notice me, senpai. Yeah, I, I need some sort of like affectation that makes me stand out in this group of 30 other pasty white kids. <laughs> we did too. Like that was a thing. Like, you're like, you had like I had to dive. I had to peacock basically. Like I got blue yeah. hair. So I was like, somebody look at me. And now as an adult, I'm like, no one look at me. Just fucking go away. Yeah. Like, like how many kids in our friend group of five kids had the same thought of, hey, I should wear a fedora. It wasn't just us, man. Every every single pasty kid throughout America wore a fedora for a good oh, like, no, I, four I, years. I know, but like we all of us independently were like, no fedoras. That that's how I'm gonna make it. And that's how and how did none big. of us realize that we all looked stupid? <laughs> how come none of us were like, you know what? On him, it doesn't look good. Maybe on me, it also does not look good. What we thought is, nah, man, looks way better on me. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> our families. All had mirrors. How did we not figure it out? <laughs> they all did. Everywhere had mirrors. Almost every yeah. bathroom I'd ever been in had a mirror, and yet I still wore it all the time. I man, I wore it so much I had tricks. Like I could do flips with it on like my fingers. I could throw it up and like catch it like every time. Yeah. You know what's an extra not cool than a kid wearing a fedora? A kid throwing it up and catching it on his head. It's <laughs> no, it's not impressing anybody. Just hat like this, <laughs> Amelia. <laughs> The only way I could have been less cool is if, like, I actively knew magic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if I was just like, you like my fedora? Check out this card trick. <laughs> like, that's the only way I could have been any lamer in high school. <laughs> is your mind freaked yet? <laughs> so, recently, <laughs> recently, I was sitting down for an interview for another podcast, Shameless Plug, Persons of No Consequence. And I, I was kind of ragging on the, on the interviewee about what they were like in high school because they were talking about being a scene kid, you know? ripped ripped jeans and and like super tight skinny jeans that that were ripped up and then like super spiky hair that's like cut with like an edge scissor 
And they were like, well, what were you like in high school? I was like, man, I was so cool. And I was like, I knew how to skateboard and play guitar and do this and do that. And they're like, oh, and they started to ask me certain questions about it. They're like, so why did you do that? And the answer was always like, oh, well, like I thought girls would like it. <laughs> like my entire personality was just like, maybe girls will like me. And so, and then, like, I still do all those things, though, as an adult who's married. I'm like, why do I do these? Do I actually like this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, I've now been playing guitar, like, for over, like, 15 years. I'm like, do I like guitar? It's just, like, a thing that I do. You're just reaching your quarter-life crisis. Yeah, right. Like, is all this a lie? <laughs> well, my, my wife brought up, she was like, what do you enjoy doing, like, other than playing video games with your friends? It was like, well, I love playing with my kids. And I love writing. And, and that was like the end of the list. I was like, oh, no, I don't like things. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> like one of the things I talk about is like, I'm going to I'm going to have so much fun as an old man. There's going to be so much time for like playing D&D and playing video games and reading comic books and all this shit that like old people. Not, they're, they're just fucking bored. They don't know how to work an iPad. So there's like, fuck, what do I do? I'm old now. I guess I die. Like, but like when I when I think about getting old, I'm like, man, I, I know how to work an iPad. Like I can fucking read comics all day. We can play D and D and shit. Oh shit, yeah. It's gonna be great when we finally retire or die. <laughs> I honestly I think one is more likely than the other. I just fried like uh, like I don't know. A, what do you like how do you measure a pan full of meat? <laughs> <laughs> and like that it didn't that wasn't like accompanying something that's just what i had <laughs> it's just like I'm, i got a podcast with dave in a couple hours better fry some meat <laughs> like, God. it was it was good <laughs> i mean like we're, we're at a point right now with our groceries where we're just kind of like putting bacon on everything yeah i, I never stopped being at that point <laughs> in my groceries bacon makes everything taste better yeah you know what i wonder is if Nicolas Cage is doing something like that in quarantine. Like, do you think he's found a way to still film things? Oh, God, or do you think I he's just, so. <laughs> he's just putting bacon on shit? There. Well, that's like, I've seen like four different projects announced. Like, now, do you think like Nicolas Cage is like, fuck it. Like, I'll just be, I'll just film it here. Like, send me the script. Like, I'll, I'll roll cameras. Yeah, just fucking like paranormal activity, this shit. <laughs> Even paranormal activity had like six people filming it. I know, but this will be with Nicolas Cage, so it'll definitely look worse, but it'll be great. I mean, I've said many times that Nicolas Cage should purely be every single role. Yeah. Like uh, like the, the, the classic joke that Kevin Smith always had when he used to do his live shows is people would ask him to like fan cast different movies. And eventually he just kept saying Ben Affleck in every role. He was like, fucking reshoot Jaws, have Ben Affleck. He's Jaws. He's the fucking shark. He can be the boat, too. Motherfucker's talented. That's how I feel about Nicolas Cage. Just like him in different roles yelling. Yeah, it's perfect. I would love to see him as Palpatine. Is he on Cameo? What's Cameo? You don't... Okay, Dave, I know I've been talking about me being old all fucking day, but like, you don't know what Cameo is? No. Next thing you're telling me is you're not on TikTok. You TikToking? Fuck no. You got that TikTok? No. You got that blat blat? You got that cow. <laughs> you're not on TikTok? No. I, I'm not on TikTok either. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll watch like a, like a funny compilation on YouTube, though, because yeah. what else do you do when you're eating Oreos at four in the morning? Like, I mean, watch compilation the, videos. That is the only answer. 
<laughs> so cameo is a celebrity. I mean, it's not just celebrities. It's lots of different people of different varying level of celebrity, but essentially they, ha- they set a price and they'll make certain videos and like cameo for things. So like you could pay Jason, David Frank, $25 to wish a kid happy birthday. Oh shit. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm thinking is like, cam- like Nicholas Cage's cameo price got to be a dollar, dollar 50. Like, <laughs> You know, he's just making those in because how else is he making money? So what we do is we do cameo Nicolas Cage and we just send him one page scripts. Oh, my and God. We, and we shoot an entire fucking movie through cameo. Oh, my God. Like, why not? Right. This is genius. We could easily do a short movie, right? Absolutely. The trick is, I'm sure they're, they're like there's some copyright issues, but like I'm just going to put it up on YouTube. Like, yeah, fuck it. So on the front page of Cameo, join me here. Go to Cameo.com. You got to look at some of the people we can get. Call a tech support. Let's figure this out. Well, first off, we got Sean Aston on there. It'd be a pretty penny with him. His his Cameo price is $295. But we could could cast Jerry from Parks and Rec for $135. Ooh. And you know what we could do is we could just have them say, oh, my God, look, it's it's Nicolas Cage's face. And we just have several people say that. And then we we do we shoot the spot like a first person. And then it's them looking at the at a dollar bill. <laughs> we just tell them, look, flip this dollar bill over and say this. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All of this. Continue. Keep going. OK, we got Start Lance Bass. That, that's 250 musicians. OK, hold on. We could do Tay Zonde. He can he can be our voiceover guy. That's the guy who did Chocolate Rain. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Flavor Flav, he's two fifty. Two fifty is a popular price on here. If you have any sort of notoriety, you can get Chris Hansen for fifty bucks. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh my God! I just want to. I just want to have him say, "Have a seat," and then we say one of our friends' names. Yeah. Like we can just have him like say shit like John, John, have a seat. (laughs) And you, you know what? Right next to him. Colin Mockery, one hundred dollars. Oh, oh my God! Oh. See, this is a dream country. Kevin Conroy, seventy-five dollars. Oh shit! We can have Batman cameo in this bitch. Ernie Hudson, one thirty-five. That's too low for Ernie Hudson. I know that that man is a national treasure. It's a oh. steal. <laughs> it is a steal. Oh, uh, who like? I, how do I search for somebody? Though I'm just saying, I'm just I see Jesus Christ on here, YouTube entertainer. All right, uh, we should we should just get on Cameo. Like, what's it take? I, I, I love how when I go to the search bar, the the words included, like to get you to type something, are try Brett Favre or Real Housewives. <laughs> Why are those the two choices? I don't know. But can we just, get Brett Favre to do shit? But I just imagine fucking uh, John Madden saying both of those. <laughs> hey, listen, Brett Favre can act. He was in There's Something About Mary. Yeah. All right, Nicholas Cage is not on Cameo. That just shoots this whole thing to shit. So, do you know who Kate Flannery is? Yeah. Yeah. Her picture on here is the scene from... The office where she's just got one breast exposed. <laughs> it's blurred out and tasteful, obviously, but like, it's just, that's it. How is one tasteful while having one breast out? It's blurred out. 
I feel like the only way you can describe <laughs> or you say tasteful and one breast out in the same sentence <laughs> has to be like a French painting, like what Titanic was, like what like Leonardo DiCaprio was painting in Titanic. It has yeah. to be like that, like that kind of painting or like Nicole Kidman or like Kate Blanchett just like fucking posed and sort of sort of like Greek gods. That's the only way you can describe fucking one breast out and tasteful, I feel. Yeah, fair enough. It's like saying, like, I'm hanging in one ball, but it's tasteful. Okay, this is pricey, but I feel like it's almost worth it. It's $350 for Gary Busey. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I bet you he wouldn't even notice the thing was still going. Like, we could give him the whole <laughs> script. We could just give him the whole script. I could write, I could write 250 pages right now. And we could, we could get a whole two and a half hour movie of him just saying shit. God. And he'd be like, that's my cameo. Um, a movie that is nothing but cameo. Fucking <laughs> just scraping the bottom of the cheap ass barrel. So, so have you seen Gary Busey's new show advertised? No. I don't remember what it's called, but type in Gary Busey dog court. Okay. I'm already intrigued. As you should be. What's called Animal Court? Sorry, sorry, oh. Animal Court. Oh no, sorry. It's 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 just called Pet Judge. It's called Gary Busey Pet Judge. <laughs> For anybody listening, if you haven't heard of Gary Busey Pet Judge, do yourself a favor. Go to YouTube. You type that in. You strap in. Okay, I'm 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 watching the 41 second trailer. Is it not the best thing you've ever seen? Oh man. Time to shoot a cameo movie. Oh my god. What? If, if for for everyone who's not watching along with us, it's Gary Busey talking about no snakes allowed. He's just yelling at people, just telling it's like Joe Biden up there. This is wild. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's <laughs> on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. it's a real show, man. May 25th for all five listeners. There's there's a there's a group of ladies on here called Chicks on the Right, and it looks like it's like a very political bent type thing. What if we just have them say super leftist things? Yes. Do you think they would refuse? I mean, they could, but they wouldn't get our money. <laughs> so we can't get Nicolas Cage, but we could get really cheap people to say things about Nicolas Cage. Felicia that, Day, $80. That's not bad. That's nope. not bad. It's not bad at all. But you got to click on them, though, to see, like, what they'll do, like, how long oh, like, okay. the video will go. Okay. And, like, what, what they're willing to say. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think we have to find the cheapest, most random people that are still somehow recognizable. Even if you don't know what they're recognizable for, I think that's even better. Like, if you watch the entire film and you go, but who was that one guy? Like, that's what I want. Yeah. I, I think we've struck gold. 
but I think we have to spend a little extra money and get Brett Favre. <laughs> like Cameo, much? Cameo told us they're like you should get Brett Favre. How much is Brett Favre? Two hundred fifty bucks. See, I would, I would desperately want to save that for Gary Busey. I feel like that's the <laughs> ringer. <laughs> I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I was like, we gotta save that two fifty, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that's already two thirds of the way to a Gary Busey. Like, you, you can't just drop that on Brett Favre when you're that close to Gary Busey. <laughs> I do. I, I do like that. Idea. I'm like, like the that, level. That is, that is one hell of a fumble, my dude. <laughs> Good pun there. I like. The, I like the idea that in the hierarchy of Hollywood for you. <laughs> <laughs> that Brett Favre is two thirds lower than Gary Busey. <laughs> like where you rank people? Where does Nicolas Cage stack up? Oh, he's he's at least five Buseys. <laughs> now we're measuring by Buseys. Yes, it is a unit of measurement. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, it also tells me to try Brett Favre or Real Housewives. That's interesting. It's interesting that the, it also thinks that. Can we sort by, can we do it like Amazon style? Can we sort by what's cheapest? Like, do they have, do they have Cameo Prime? Can I see what I can get in two days or less? Mm, all I'm seeing is home featured or all categories. Ah, oh, see, that's, that, that's silly. That's silly. So what will what will Kevin Conroy say for us if I click on him? How does this work? I'm making fun of you for not knowing Cameo. Like I knew what it was. I've never used it. This is just fascinating to look at, honestly. I'm surprised you didn't know this existed. Like a lot of people are on it. No, like I, I'm getting plenty of birthday ideas now. Shit, like. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a big thing on here. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so. Such a detailed and personal message is what his review is. Five stars. It looks like a lot of like, like it's like between three and ten minutes is what we can get. Oh. And a lot of people won't read like what you say. It seems like a lot of people just like, like, can you tell so and so happy birthday? Mm hmm. Like, what can we get away with? What if we just string together small sentences so they don't know? Like, can you just say, look out, (laughs) don't go over there. Okay, so I'm looking here. The message was at the Pentagon. (laughs) Michael Madsen for 300. Oh, my God. I just want to see him dance like he did in in Reservoir Dogs, but like to completely irreverent music. Mm hmm. Like, uh, what's the what's the theme? The Benny Hill theme, but he's oh, still God. doing the the stuck in the middle with you. I'm gonna cut yep. your ear off, little jive. <laughs> but Benny Hill, wasn't he in a Rita Ora video? Oh, a what? What? Rita Ora? <laughs> Jesus, if you don't sound like an old white dude now, you definitely or before you definitely do now. Rita Ora. Hey, I'm pushing thirty. I'm almost there. Ah. Uh, Rita or Michael Madsen. Okay, Google. Google Rita Ora. Yeah, Rita Ora Iggy Azalea is in like a Kill Bill video. It's called Black uh, Widow. Okay. God, Dave. Get your shit together. How old is Michael Madsen? He's got to be like 100. Probably. 
How old's Gary Busey? Uh, he's an eldritch being, so age does not apply to him. Do you think he's the color out of space? I'm 100% certain. You know what's an underrated film? Under Siege. You ever see that one? Under Siege. I don't think so. What's it about? Steven Seagal is a cook. Just, just, just a lonely, lonely cook. Okay. Lowly, lowly cook. Not lonely. He's not lonely. There's a lady there. So he's a cook on a naval ship, right? Mm-hmm. Aircraft carrier. Just a cook. And then Gary Busey is a terrorist. And oh he my God. Takes over the ship by dressing up like the stripper that was ordered. I think. And <laughs> and him and his terrorists take over the ship. And Steven Seagal, because he's not just a lowly, lowly cook, he's also Steven Seagal. I think his name's Casey Ryback in the Under Siege universe. He teams up with the stripper, teaches her how to shoot a gun, and they take the ship back from Gary Busey. Huh. Have you never seen Under Siege? I don't think so. Well, let me tell you, Dave, if you've never seen Under Siege, you're going to love Under Siege too, because Casey Ryback is just a cook. (laughs) (laughs) And he's on a train. Okay. This time, this time, there's no stripper. <laughs> so, but there's, so, so we're with with Gary Busey this time. But there's a young girl from Grey's Anatomy whose name I forget, and she's his niece, and they're estranged, and he gets her a teddy bear. But Dave, she's too old for teddy bears, so she's like, "Fuck you, Casey Ryback." And they're like, "Hey, Casey Ryback's a hero," and she's like, "Uh uh-uh. uh." And then terrorists attack the train, <laughs> and he teaches her how to shoot. And they take down the terrors. They take that train back. <laughs> and that's all that happens in every Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, yeah, sounds right. <laughs> now, I I have some breaking news here. Fiona the Hippo is on Cameo. What is Fiona the Hippo? It's just a hippo named Fiona. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What does that mean? Literally what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. The Cincinnati Zoo's premature baby hippo Fiona is the smallest hippo to ever survive. Proceeds going to the Cincinnati Zoo. Please provide pronunciations for names. So the hippo can get correct? Like she can't, (laughs) she needs it phonetically, otherwise she can't say it? Like what the fuck does that mean? And then I want to add that Fiona the hippo is $100. I think that's a little overpriced for a person that can't pronounce my name right. Yeah, a little bit. But she, <laughs> she is cute, though. Oh, yes, she's cute. But like, what is it just like some random zoo worker feeding her lettuce while somebody else says off camera, happy birthday, Terry? Probably. Because I think that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least make it look like the hippo is talking. Also, why do you, Okay, how do you... <laughs> Why do you know who Fiona the Hippo is? I don't know. Facebook. But no one else we have talked about this evening. Gary of Busey. All things. <laughs> yeah, I guess you did know who Gary Busey is, but you didn't know about Casey Ryback. Oh my god, the Pawn Stars guy is on here for 85 bucks. <laughs> Which one? Isn't it like a whole store's worth of guys? Yeah, but, but it, it's it's the, the guy who's like, uh, no, we don't have Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things that have ever come out of the internet. 
Do you think it'd be in bad taste to call places right now during the pandemic and ask them if they have battle toads? No, nah, they'd probably be really confused. Do you think we could start a charity that gives battle toads to to like underserved people? Oh my god. That is pointless and yet I love it at the same time. <laughs> I mean, we could give actual proceeds to something that matters like like masks for nurses or something mm. or like extra life. But like also I could just throw in my copies of Battletoads. <laughs> like I own like three copies of Battletoads. I don't know why. Like don't I don't like Battletoads. <laughs> I, but I think somewhere along the lines when you ask somebody for Battletoads and then like they don't get the joke, but they say, Yeah, I got Battletoads, you have to buy it, right? <laughs> yeah. You just feel like an asshole. You just stand there and go, Okay, cool. I'm glad you have it. And then you leave. Uh okay okay let's get serious here Dave let's get serious okay what can we drum up do you think between our five friends how how much money do you think we could get to shoot this movie on cameo uh I mean depending on how liquid we are at the time I think and and also judging by how stupid this idea is I think at least a thousand okay so a thousand dollars. We'll say every single person would do a 10 minute video, right? Like that's like the max we could get. Uh huh. So we would need, hmm, we'd need at least six. Like, what's a, what's our feature film? It's an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So we need at least eight videos, right? So I think the challenge that we put out to our friend group and anybody listening, if you want to tweet at us or, or, you know, send an email to, what is our email address? I have it here. Can't what? be killed creations at gmail.com. I have an Day- idea. Okay. Don't keep keep going. I'm I'm trying to see okay. if my idea has legs. But we do we do a list and we, we challenge everybody. You create your film. You have you have eight people to pick. And what's your pitch? Uh well. We do it almost like a draft. Right. I was trying to see if Barack Obama was on here. No, Barack Obama is not on Cameo, Dave. Jesus Christ. That, you know how He's much the pres- money- president you know of the much- goddamn free world. Yeah, and you know how much money he could get that way? How much money do you think he needs? Do you think Barack Obama, Obama like left the fucking White House? I was like, shit, man, I need a job. How much money do you think Jeff Bezos needs? And he's still making... Fucking He's bank. not on Cameo, Dave. You know, I bet he probably is. He's <laughs> Jeff Bezos is not on Cameo. Elon Could Musk be. is not on Cameo. Robert Downey Jr. is not on Cameo. There's a certain, I think by Googling around here, looking around, I think you can see the level of celebrity that is on Cameo, okay? The guy who is the, uh, the guy from the Dos Equis commercials. Oh, the most interesting man in the world? Is yep. he on here? Yep, 250. <laughs> All he's going to say is stay thirsty again. We've already seen him say it. Yeah. I could just edit that together. <laughs> I'd be better off buying a used MacBook Pro so I could <laughs> so I could edit that footage better. Yeah, so I could rip it off the fucking commercial. Exactly. What the Give me a fucking subscription to to Final Cut, you know. Give me give me that good premiere money. I don't need <laughs> don't need to have him say "Stay thirsty, Terry." 
<laughs> Although, oh, that'd be a good end credits. It's just him and Nick at the at the bar and they stay thirsty, my friend. That could be good. And Sean Connery. Is Sean Connery on cameo? Because that dude, be. that dude is a hundred and something. I don't, I don't think he is. Doesn't look like it. My dreams have been scattered to the wind. I feel like that's an exaggeration. Hyperbole, in fact. Hello? Yes. Hello. One second. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, everything good? Can you hear me? I know I know you can hear me. I see you moving. Yeah, see, I, I, I can hear you. But yet, no one else can hear One second. Can you keep talking, Dave? Yeah, I can keep talking. I can talk. Well, Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of dead air. Yep, thank you. All right. I can always edit that part out anyways. That's fine. Okay. It's all perfectly legal. It's all perfectly legal. So, what did I miss? What were you googling? Um, nothing really. I said that we had I like you. My my dreams were scattered to the wind. You said that was an exaggeration. I said hyperbole, in fact, and that was about all I had. I was just kind of scrolling through here, looking at different faces of semi-famous people. Hey, hey, you could say they're fully famous people. They're just not as famous as other people. That is true. They're at least they're at least abusey if they're on here. Is all I'm saying. They're abusey to a very specific set of people. Yes, absolutely. Like you could say that that Gary Busey isn't abusey to some people, you know. Like to most people who watch The Real Housewives. I feel like if I showed you Gary Busey, they'd be like, "That's the guy from the Amazon commercial," <laughs> or or the terrorists from Under Siege. <laughs> Because <laughs> everyone has seen Under Siege. The guy who did the Crypt Keeper for $55. Oh, God. Listen, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of choices on here. We have several members of the Brady Bunch. I like, I didn't notice that right next to their name where it says actor, it says, like, the thing that you would know them for. Mm -hmm. Like Kevin Sorbo from Hercules, 80 bucks. Richard Karn from Home Improvement. Uh, see, I think you're selling your shirt, selling yourself short there, Richard. I think you're Richard Karn from Family Feud. There's too many people on here, Dave. I feel like I'm going to lose so much money to this. This is such a rabbit hole. Why did you show this to me? Because, because we could, oh my God. We could get Nicholas Brendan from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There's so many good choices on here. <laughs> I just want to see him flex. Like, right? Like, what do you want me to say? Nothing. Nothing. Just can you just make the face? Can and, you make the whole face? Stand there shirtless. Be fine. <laughs> like that's most of these people. I'd ask them to stand there shirtless. <laughs> All right. But... 
I would ask Nicolas Cage if he still likes look like looks like he did in Ghost Rider. Like, is that possible? <laughs> Rick it's Flair not. is five hundred dollars. Rick Flair? Yeah. Just five hundred dollars just to hear him go. Woo! Yeah, the Nature Boy, <laughs> styling and profiling. I don't think he would say those other things. I think he would just woo at this point. Well, yeah, he would just woo, but he would he would be styling and profiling because he has <laughs> Ric Flair, the Nature Boy. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Oh, we can get Rob Liefeld, and he can just talk about how he made Deadpool. Oh, he did you see what he was talking about earlier today? Uh, the Deadpool three is probably not going to happen with Disney, except for he knows nothing. They don't tell him anything. Yeah, he, he drew Deadpool like twenty years ago, and <laughs> they, he never knows what's going on with those projects. Marvel doesn't have to tell him anything, nor would they. Well, the other chick from AP Bio, that'd be good. That'd be good. Now this is turning into a really awful podcast. If it didn't start there, if it didn't start really awful, now we're just listing off things they have. Right, okay. So <laughs> so what would we do with all these faces? We'd make a Nicolas Cage movie, yes, but how would we do it? So I would give them all a 10-minute script and see if they would say it. If they okay. refused to do the 10-minute script, they were like, no, I'm not just reading this. What I would do is I would have them say some sort of like in memoriam, like, man, he was the best guy ever. Like, he's really going to be missed, Nick, like or whatever we say, Nicolas Cage. I forget his character's name from National Treasure, but whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So then we make it seem like that he died. And this is like the future. And that's the twist is he faked his death. And then we find the clues. OK. And okay. we show he is like the most uh, interesting man in the world. It's all these. It's, we're showcasing all, how he was friends with all these celebrities. And he had hidden things in all of their houses, I think. I can see it. <laughs> On the back of all their money. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing it as like a, a uh, limited YouTube series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's not getting on FX day. <laughs> They're not giving me an hour on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, that's already taken up by Nicolas Cage. I think we could do it as a companion series, though. Like, like you, you watch this week of, of National Treasure. You watch the National Treasure after show, Talking Cage, and yeah, or Talking Treasure. It's like guerrilla advertising. Right, right. Oh, we could get the Firefest guy who's going to blow people for water, Andy King. Oh, completely unrelated. <laughs> Just saw that guy and I was like, he's famous for nothing. I'd pay $75 to see what he has to say, though. <laughs> I feel like cameo is like the worst thing for people like us because we're just like, I don't know. I'd watch that guy read something. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, hand him the phone book. <laughs> there are several people I would love. I would just say, can you read page 35 of you, the yellow pages? It's like, hand them some like words that you want to hear them try to pronounce. Oh my god, like the hippo. Like if we put it yeah. down phonetically, maybe they'll be able to say it. Like riboflavin. Alright, I'm gonna find some people like there's a couple of people on here for like twenty two bucks. I'm gonna send them a one pager and see if they'll read it. <laughs> and if they will, then that'll be my gauge for like if I can spend a little bit more money. Hell yeah. Like <laughs> that's how I talk to our investors. <laughs> hey, listen, I know you wanted me to create a podcast network and and sign talent, but what I did was I went to Cameo <laughs> and I shot a 20 minute movie. 
Started from the bottom, now we're here. Exactly, because I can get Chris Gethard for 35 bucks. Oh, shit. And what I'll do is, instead of actually asking like him to read something, I'm just going to ask him several questions about being in this movie <laughs> and, and see what he, what he gives me back. That, that's our start. Chris Gethard's an in, because I've talked to him in the past. So if you're like, hey, you remember when you did that show live in New York? I called you one time 10 years ago. Maybe oh <laughs> you want you want to be in a movie with the cage where <laughs> he's not in. <laughs> Can you just flip this dollar bill? Do Do you want to be in a movie that insinuates that Nick Cage is in the movie? <laughs> how low How low of our producers do we have to be that we can't even get Nick Cage? Oh, that that's pretty low. I think that's the lowest you can be, and I think. I think that demonstrates <laughs> exactly what we're aiming for, which is mediocrity. <laughs> this, is, this has got to be our magnum opus. I think so, and I think that should be our show. Thank you so much for listening, and I apologize profusely for not only this episode, but also the first episode. I don't know what we were thinking other than let's start a podcast called Aiming for Mediocrity. I mean, uh, <laughs> if you're already here at this point, you know what you're going to get. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you sat through that entire hour, I want to say thank you. And you can find us on Cameo. Um, <laughs> and for $250, I'll pretend to be anybody you want me to be. Yeah. Like, I, I want to say thank you and also maybe get help. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I question your motives. Uh, question what you're doing with your time. If you listen to us for an hour, maybe call your mom, you know, see how she's <laughs> doing. Ask her what went wrong. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> apologize to her because these are the things you're doing with your time and money now <laughs> yeah, maybe take a look at cameo but yeah take a look yeah see what you can get drake bell is only 85 bucks you know you can get several people from cobra kai oh and general hospital 60 bucks there you go uh whoever these people are i, I don't i don't watch general hospital i was always the days of our lives kind of guy uh <laughs> but you can reach us at our email at can't be killed creations at gmail.com uh, send us, you know, send us your your questions, your comments, your concerns, your pitches for cameo movies. Um, what you think the National Treasure TV series is going to be about? If you've seen Under Siege or Under Siege Two, I'd love to talk to you about it. You can also write in over there to talk about all of our other podcasts. We have things like Persons of No Consequence, where I sit down one on one with somebody who doesn't have a Wikipedia page because everybody's story is fascinating, and I want to hear them, even if you're not famous, especially if you're not famous. If you like the general me talking to one other person shenanigans, you can continue listening to my beautiful voice. And if you've already forgot my name, it is Terry. Uh, I could see how you would forget that since I'm not even sure if I actually introduced us this week. <laughs> it's fine. They'll get it. They'll get it. I mean, it's when you see me on cameo, time. exactly. You can put two and two together. <laughs> but if you like that, you can listen to the show I do with my wife. I show my wife stuff and that's where we talk about the very specific pop culture rock that she lives under because she knows things like every single word to every single episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but she had never seen Family Guy until she was 21. Uh, wow. Yeah, exactly. There's lots, lots of really weird things like that. Like she wasn't allowed to watch Hercules growing up, but she had seen Harry Potter. Huh. Like, where? what is the line drawn there? Where are these like, rules coming from? Like, when you say Hercules, do you mean Kevin Sorbo or do you mean Disney? I don't know. That's the, that's the thing with these rules that, that she has told me with these different, like, movies. Like, I, I, I feel like either one is, is an obvious choice, right? Yeah. 
because like you would think Hercules Disney, but like <laughs> when you mentioned like, you know, she was allowed to watch Harry Potter, but she had never seen like she never even heard of Family Guy. It's like, well, then, yeah, maybe she watched Kevin Sorbo. Like, I don't fucking know. Maybe she's just watching Xena. Like, I don't I don't know where these rules came from, but that's I show my wife stuff. There's also a lot of like marriage counseling on there and us just talking about our kids. You know, you know. <laughs> If you really want to get brought down in life, you can go listen to that show. Uh, um, we also have a new podcast coming out called Right in the Feels, where I punch you in the gut talking about all that nostalgia stuff. Our our first episode is on Digimon, Digital Monsters. If you remember that, you're definitely a 90s kid. And if you listen to this show, you definitely uh, didn't go to college. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe two- you are going to college. Oh, maybe. But then they wouldn't know what Digimon is. And then we're just right back where we started, Dave. I mean, oh, maybe, maybe we're talking to them out of it. Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, again, if you like these shenanigans and you want to hear just extra special shenanigans, just me solo with my life, with my wife laughing at me from the sidelines, you can listen to Can't Be Killed Confessions, where I talk about all sorts of crazy shenanigans I've gotten into, like shooting myself so I wouldn't miss Spider-Man on the screen, or how I named my children after uh, fictional characters because I'm such a good dad. A lot of things like that <laughs> and along those lines. I promise you. I promise you they're great. If you think that I'm an idiot, you can just listen to me talk about how much of an idiot I am for an hour. It's great. Um, and, and finally, you can check out our web comics. If you don't want to hear my voice anymore, you can go read the things I have written online. <laughs> you can check out our web comic called D and Do This, where I draw and write about again more shenanigans that a group of D players get into or for copyrighted reasons tabletop rpg players get into <laughs> yeah that'll do it that, that, that'll do it dave do you have anything to plug i know you're very active oh, yeah, all sorts of all social medias. i knew what cameo was before we started this right do you want to plug your cameo on here uh no but i'll wait till next episode <laughs> all right buddy thank you for recording with me i'm gonna go pass out now no problem take it easy I right, take it easy, man. Bye. Bye.